It's April 15th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. Before we start, a quick reminder to those new to the show. The brief you're about to hear is in the same spirit of the actual President's Daily Brief, which is a top-secret summary of the most critical events of the past 24 hours, all delivered to the President each morning by the nation's spymasters. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I am your spy, and this is your brief. Here's what we're going to be talking about this morning. First up, a Twitter takeover. The world's richest man wants to buy the social media platform that many of us use. I'm going to brief you on why you should care even if you don't use Twitter. Second, the CIA director held his first public speech yesterday. I'm going to tell you three things that you need to know and why some of what he said was just flat out wrong. And as always, I'm keeping an eye out for developing stories. Put these two on your radar. First, a critical ship in Russia's Navy was sunk in Ukraine. I'll brief you on what that means. Second, do you remember the Border Patrol agents on horseback who were accused of whipping illegal immigrants last September? I have an update. All up next on the President's Daily Brief. Your first piece of intel this morning, there's a hostile takeover attempt at Twitter, the world's richest person, Elon Musk, who is the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, and others. He offered $43 billion to investors who currently own the company. He wants to take it private. As you probably know, Twitter is a social media platform that's most well-known for people sharing news, most especially breaking news and commentary. Musk is the largest individual investor of Twitter with a stake of about 9%, but now he wants it all. Twitter's board doesn't seem interested in his offer. In fact, they're reportedly working on a scheme to thwart him. One board member in particular, a Saudi billionaire and member of the royal family, has already said no thanks. The question is, why does Elon Musk want Twitter? Well, he claims that Twitter has devolved into a censorship platform, usually against conservatives or conservative stories, and he thinks that that's really bad. Perhaps the most infamous example that he might cite is Twitter's blocking of the 2020 bombshell report about Hunter Biden and his laptop, which of course said it was Russian disinformation. Well, it wasn't. They've also blocked or suspended the accounts of a wide range of conservative voices, President Donald Trump being one, Tucker Carlson being another. For a time, I was blocked for no good reason. They later told me it was a mistake. Now, you might know that Twitter is used by a lot of people, more than 200 million each day, in fact. 13% of Americans get their news from Twitter. But what you might not know is this. Journalists and reporters rely heavily on Twitter to do their jobs. They scan the platform for stories that they later reshape and reshare with you on their mainstream outlets. We got confirmation of this about a week ago with the executive editor of the New York Times asking his staff to cut back on Twitter usage because, to quote him here, we can rely too much on Twitter as a reporting tool. The concern is this. If Twitter is censoring conservative voices or stories, then these mainstream media reporters likely will never see or share these same stories with you. Or maybe they know of a story like Hunter Biden's laptop, but because Twitter blocked it and the word's gotten out that somehow it's compromised material, they won't actually ever cover that story. In other words, the material has a black mark on it, a scarlet letter that that people or the issues involved aren't worthy or, or shouldn't be shared. And here's the point. You start to believe that too. There are some very big consequences of this type of censorship. Consider this. 16% 
of Joe Biden supporters would not have voted for him had they learned of the Hunter Biden laptop scandal before the election. In other words, had corporate media platforms like Twitter not censored the story or convinced all of us that it was fake news, it is very likely that Donald Trump would have won the 2020 election. The key takeaway, ladies and gentlemen, is this. Twitter censorship doesn't just stop with Twitter's users. It reaches deeply into America's TV stations and newspapers because reporters use this platform to retell their curated stories. So whatever eventually reaches your home, it is in part whatever the Twitter censors or algorithms want you to see. It means that America doesn't get to see the other side of the story. Or it convinces us that a legitimate story is just fake news. Now, I don't know what exactly Elon Musk plans to do if he gains control of Twitter, but he said it's all about stopping this kind of censorship. And if so, good for him. Twitter has, in fact, become a platform of censorship. It's generally anti-conservative and often pro-liberal. And that's why you should care about this story. Because if Elon Musk succeeds and he remains committed to free speech, the secondary effects of how this changes America's newsrooms, how it affects the stories you get to hear and see, well, that will be a very big deal for the health of this country. Here's to hoping it happens. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that seven in 10 parents get an average of three hours of sleep a night in their baby's first year? I don't know. That sounds like, like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker Compound, and I am telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and Pure Talk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple. Or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value. Pure Talk. 
Just go to puretalk.com slash baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com slash baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad. Next up, CIA Director William Burns delivering his first public speech as the agency's director yesterday. He covered a lot of ground, China, Russia, Ukraine, and then something interesting that the CIA had to reimagine itself and avoid political bias. I'm going to brief you on these three key elements of his speech, tell you where he was right and where he was suspiciously wrong. First, China. He claimed that Beijing is the, I'm going to quote him here, the single most important geopolitical challenge of the 21st century, our greatest challenge, in fact, the most profound test the CIA has ever faced. Well, that's true. From my time at the CIA, I can confirm it. I saw it. But there's a problem. Joe Biden doesn't agree with any of this. Remember that a year ago, in an address to Congress, Biden said that white supremacist terrorism was America's biggest threat. That was preceded by a statement in a campaign speech where he mocked the idea that China was a major threat, saying, they're not bad, folks. He went on to say that China is not a competitor for us. Clearly, there is a frightening disconnect between the nation's intelligence community and the president of the United States. That's a problem. So what explains this disconnect? Well, if you've listened to my briefings in the past week, you know what the facts tell us about this likely disconnect. The Biden family is compromised, having taken secret cash from communist China. To this day, Joe Biden denies it. He says he's never even spoken to his son about these deals. But Hunter Biden and his emails both say otherwise. All right, regardless, back to the CIA director's speech. Here's the second thing you need to know. Director Burns said that the U.S. intelligence community has given our Ukrainian partners, quote, effective intelligence against the Russian military. He also acknowledged that the CIA and others had declassified war intelligence that, as he said, preempted false narratives and false flag operations by Vladimir Putin. Look, if you've listened to this podcast in the past week, I've briefed you on both of those issues. First, that the provision of tactical and operational intelligence, yes, it has been given to the Ukrainians, but no, that's not a good idea. It's an escalation. Second, his claim that the declassification of intel has somehow hindered Vladimir Putin, well, that's just false. Recall that even mainstream media outlets like NBC have reported that the declassified intelligence that he was talking about was unvetted and uncorroborated and sometimes just a guess. Often it was just flat out wrong. In other words, Mr. Burns has distributed rumor and gossip to the American people that turned out to be fake news. But now he's calling it some type of strategic victory, altering the calculus of Vladimir Putin himself. But no evidence supports that claim. And now the final takeaway that you need to know from his speech. Director Burns claimed that the CIA must now reimagine itself to take on new threats. He later added that the agency must redouble its commitment to ensuring politics truly stop where intelligence work begins. Let's stress the first part of that statement of reimagining itself. Burns is absolutely right that clandestine operations are very hard to execute in today's modern world with things like surveillance technology in everybody's hands, which... I'm talking about your phone. Perhaps we'll talk about that another time. But what was really interesting was his quick reference to ensuring that politics stay out of intelligence work. 
Now, I think all of us would actually agree with him on this point. Indeed, any student of history knows what happens when a nation's spies decide the political fate of a country. Democracies die. But what Burns failed to do was move beyond the general rhetoric and instead name names. For instance, he could have mentioned former CIA director John Brennan, who went on TV and into Hollywood claiming that the sitting president, Donald Trump, was a Russian traitor and would be removed from office for it. Director Burns could have also spoken about the now infamous letter from 51 intelligence professionals claiming that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation when those folks knew or should have known it was not. How refreshing would it have been for Burns to remind his current clandestine staff of the importance of their oaths by calling out the former clandestine staff for failing to uphold the same? The bottom line here is that we can applaud Burns on his words but we must judge him on his deeds, which at present, there are none. And with that, I'll let you decide what you think overall about William Burns and his speech about the intelligence community. Here's my view. He got China right, but not much else. You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Mike Baker here. I want to take just a minute to talk about something of real importance to you and your family's financial well-being, and that's life insurance. Look, I know it's not everyone's favorite topic, and, and a lot of folks avoid talking about it or they put it off thinking it's too costly or too complicated or you'll get to it some other day. And it's true, finding the right policy on your own can be time-consuming and complex. But I'm here to tell you, life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy. Well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision-making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. 
Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Finally, two other stories I'm following for future developments. I'd recommend you put them on your radar too. First, an important Russian ship has been sunk in Ukraine. Russia's flagship Moskova sunk to the bottom of the Black Sea. What caused it is unclear at this hour, although Ukrainian forces claim it was one of their Neptune missiles. I'm reviewing low-confidence reporting that gives us a little clearer picture of what likely happened. It says the ship's radar missed an incoming missile because the ship was focused instead on Ukrainian drones that were serving as a distraction. If so, it's a great op. Now, it's important that you know that this ship had two functions in the war. First, providing air defense for other ships. And second, bombarding land targets with its arsenal of missiles. As a consequence, the Russian Navy is now more vulnerable, though the extent to which that's true is still being assessed. It's also important that you know that the Moscow wasn't just any ship. It was the pride of the Black Sea Fleet, with a storied history and lore in the Russian military. There will be profound grief and anger over this attack in Moscow, and you should look for retaliatory strikes. Brutal, I suspect. In fact, I'm hearing that a revenge campaign has already begun. I assess that you'll see what that campaign looks like today and over the weekend. But more troubling, if Putin wants to use this sinking as a justification for major escalation, doesn't matter the facts, I could see him doing it. For some historical context for where Putin could take this, look at our own history of ship sinkings or naval skirmishes that led to big wars. Recall that the destruction of the USS Maine in 1898 started the Spanish-American War, or the Gulf of Tonkin incident in Vietnam involving the USS Maddox, which eventually led President Johnson to ramp up our conventional forces. We all know how sadly that ended. So folks, keep an eye on this story. It could be a very consequential event. The second story on my radar, you will recall from last September when Haitian immigrants were overrunning the southern border. Our Border Patrol agents did their level best to hold back. Some agents were on horseback, you may remember. They were accused of whipping these migrants with their reins. Well, that turned out not to be true. Instead, a number of journalists and Democrats simply hadn't ridden a horse in a while, or ever, to understand that there was a difference between reins and whips. Regardless, the agents were cleared of criminal wrongdoing, but still remain under an administrative investigation that could cost them their jobs. As of this morning, I can share that the administrative probe into that incident is now over. The Biden administration has compiled a 500-page report of its findings, it could be released any day now. The Border Patrol Council is worried. The sheer length of the report suggests bad news. If so, it'll create a political firestorm. Watch for that in the coming days. Ladies and gentlemen, that concludes your morning brief and it wraps up the PDB's first full week. I sure hope you're enjoying it. If the spirit strikes, please send me an email. Let me know what you think. The email address for your feedback is pdb at thefirsttv.com. Again, that's pdb at thefirsttv.com. And with that, I will speak with you again next week for the latest edition of the President's Daily Brief. With luck, you're a subscriber of the podcast by now. Push the subscribe button. If not, maybe tell a friend. But most importantly, as I leave you this morning, a reminder of why we are here talking about our country. It's the creed of every good spy and every smart American. It's from John chapter 8, verse 32. 
and you shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. Good day. You've heard it said, and it's true. Time is our most precious commodity. And the question is, how can you spend it wisely to improve yourself and the people around you? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you about a great way to continue the lifelong process of learning, and that's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subjects. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. Correct, I did say free. As an example, sign up for Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution. Now, in this 12-lecture course, you'll explore the design and purpose of the Constitution, the challenges it faced during the Civil War, and how it's been undermined for more than a century by progressivism and liberalism. The course is self-paced, so you can start whenever and wherever. Enroll now in Constitution 101. Our country needs more Americans who understand the Constitution and can defend the freedom of the American people against the encroachments of an increasingly large and unaccountable government. Go right now to hillsdale.edu pdb to enroll. There's no cost, and it's easy to get started. That's hillsdale.edu pdb to register. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, spring is in full swing, and for millions of folks, that means yard work and gardening, am I right? Now, here's a pro tip for those of you looking to spruce up your landscaping. Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S. They've got over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Save yourself the time and trouble of multiple trips to those crowded nurseries. You know what I'm talking about. Fast Growing Trees is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. They can tell you what grows best in your area, how to plant, when to plant, it's like having your own expert gardener. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. So go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout.